Today's show is brought to you by Bogart Extractors, an industry leader in hydrocarbon extraction. Over the last decade, Bogart has implemented many new technologies, which have helped to revolutionize the way hydrocarbon extractions are performed. Each unit is made with sanitary stainless steel and is built and tested right here in the USA. Their certified system for use in licensed facility meet all NFPA and ASME standards and undergo peer-reviewed by third-party engineers to ensure facilities and its employees can operate safely. Beyond simply making a functional extractor, Bogart has many additional features which make extraction faster and more cost-effective compared to other manufacturers. These features include hydrocarbon failing films to supercharge evaporation rates, heavy-duty explosion-proof pumps for flammable liquids and vapors, industrial chillers capable of maintaining large tanks of solvent at temperatures below 60 Celsius. They also offer extensive tech support and consultation services. So whether you need to set up an extraction lab from scratch or you just need some replacement gaskets, Give them a call at 855-553-3887 or check out their website at www.bogart.com. Welcome to The Hemp Show, the show that gives you access to the world of wholesale hemp, from raw materials to finished goods and everything in between. I'm your host, Mark Ristelli. Welcome to the June 8th Hemp Show powered by CanTrade. My name is Mark Stelly. I'm the CEO of CanTrade and the host of the Hemp Show. Kicking off the Hemp Show today, we have Steve Rosenblatt with Farm Fresh Smokes. Steve spent many of his years as a sales and marketing executive in the music business, working with artists like Radiohead, Foo Fighters, Beastie Boys, and The Beatles. Steve spent the past couple of years in the CBD industry doing sales and marketing, as well as overseeing farming and processing of 300 acres of hemp turning the biomass into isolate, then selling the isolate. Now the company is focused again on selling CBD products, starting with Farm Fresh Hemp Smokes. Thank you for joining us today, Steve, and welcome to The Hemp Show. Thanks. Welcome. Uh, glad to be here. So uh, let's, let's dive into this. Um, you know, you came from the, the music industry, working with some incredibly uh, well-known artists, and then transitioned at some point to the CBD industry. So when did you get into the industry? And then ultimately, you know, how did that progress to farm fresh smokes? I got in it um, a couple of years ago, working for a small company that was selling CBD products, uh, selling some creams, uh, body butters. And they were starting to get into the tincture space. Um, the business kind of um, transferred and then we decided we we're gonna get in and farm our own product. Uh, we got 350 acres and it was an incredible experience. Um, I learned a lot and I also learned, I'm not sure that's what I want to do. <clears throat> and it's hard to grow um, and process. And then, you know, right now there's a lot of biomass in the marketplace and the price of isolate dropped. So we refocused um, on products. Um, we're launching, we just launched our Farm Fresh Smokes. Uh, we're in the process of de developing some other products and then working with some other companies, some smaller companies uh, who are looking to, uh, to grow their uh, distribution channel. In the music business, I was mostly a sales and distribution guy, also did some marketing. So it kind of it's, it was an easy transition. Um, I really enjoyed the music business. But one of the big differences here is the Hemp Smokes manager isn't calling me, asking me how come their song's not on the radio. So that's, that's a little nicer for me. So I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. 
But uh, Hemp Smoke business is, uh, it's incredible. It's really taken off. In the last year, it did about $80 million worth of uh, business in the United States alone. And it's projected over the next five years to get to $400 million in 2025. So you see that growth, um, and I'm sure everybody's seeing that growth with a lot of CBD products. Um, so it's really taken off. And the reason people are using hemp as a smoke is very similar to other products. They use it for pain relief, uh, for anxiety relief, as a sleep aid. But there's one difference um, in the hemp smokes is people are also using it to wean themselves off tobacco. Um, and there's, a, you know, studies say that 70% of people who are smoking want to quit. Certainly they're not all going to. Um, but those who want to are finding that using a hemp smoke, you eliminate the tobacco, you eliminate the nicotine, you eliminate the addictive properties. Um, so it's a, it's a healthier smoke, if you will. And they found that people who are using hemp smokes as a cessation tool to get off of cigarette smoking, many of them continue smoking the hemp uh, because they like it. Once again, they like the, you know, the pain relief, the anxiety relief and the sleep aid. My wife who used to smoke, uh, she smokes our hemp smoke. She likes to smoke them late in the evening. She says it helps her relax and go to sleep. So there's, the, you know, as I said, the, all of CBD products are really doing well and people are looking for that. But the hemp smoke is unique in that while it delivers the other things that CBD products deliver, it also is a, uh, a way for people to, to quit smoking. And ultimately, I mean, obviously, everybody knows nowadays that there's a lot of carcinogenic chemicals in tobacco. And, you know, say a hemp replacement is not only a lot more uh, beneficial for your body, but it can help to kind of replace some of those habitual um, addictions, right? So if you're not addicted to the nicotine or some of the other substances that are in the tobacco, you might have just the habit that you're trying to break of bringing the hand to the mouth, right? right. Which, I, which I've heard about. Some people, I've heard that that's replaced by food sometimes. People just start eating yep. a ton. Um, and then let's be real. I mean, just like people like to relax. So uh, being able to just hang out at night and, and light up a, a hemp smoke and just kick your feet up and have a good time and enjoy the flavor. I mean, that's got to be a, a great sensation with those hemp smokes, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, people, people love our flavor. They were, they're organically grown. It's a great smoke. But people just like that, as you say, when they've done that for their life, um, that, that physical uh, smoking thing, they can still do it with the hemp smoke, and yet it's so much better for them um, and gives them, you know, gives their body some things that they really need. So it, it really works out great. You know, it's, um, it, it's, it's an education process, um, getting people to learn that. But it, it, as it moves along, like with other CBD products, people are discovering it and then getting very excited about it. Right, right. So I, I want to get into the products here at some point, definitely uh, soon. But Prior to doing that, I've got a few more questions about just getting into the industry um, as a whole. You know, you mentioned you mentioned how it was when you first started. What was that with a little bit more specifics? What was that first year like? You know, what were some of the hardships you encountered, and ultimately getting into the space? What did you What did you learn about the industry? Well, it was interesting. Um, you know, as a sales guy, I'm used to talking to retail. So I, when I got in this. I'm still talking to retail, but I'm talking to retail, you know, when I'm selling a, a, a Beatles CD or a Radio CD or Foo Fighters CD, people What's know- What's a CD? 
Yeah, exactly. Well, that was. Yeah. <laughs> I had to hit you with I that. Come on, vinyl. I, I I know about CDs. I'm not I'm not that young. <laughs> I can go back to vinyl if you want, but when you're selling a music product, they know what it is. They know who the band. They just want to know is the song on the radio, is the band going on tour. But with a CBD product, it's really it's it's really you're you're really selling that product, what it can do, what it delivers. How is it different than? I never had to explain why Radiohead was different than, than Pearl Jam. People knew that. But why is this, this uh, CBD cream different? Well, because it's a, it's a coconut base and, and the way it's made. And so you're, you're really selling um, the benefit of the product, whereas before I'm just selling the product. I, uh, yeah, that, that's a definitely a completely different product to sell, um, especially back in the days of CBD, C, uh, CDs. I mean, you purchase a CD, you may like one song on it, but you don't really know what the rest of the album is going to do exactly. for you. Um, when you mentioned Radiohead, I, I started laughing in my head a little bit. And actually, it's funny because it's making me like smile and tear up just for a second here because uh, my brother may not like this, but he has a giant Radiohead tattoo on his back. Uh, I mean, a, a huge one. <laughs> hey, I, that's, I like people like that. They're committed. They're passionate about their music. The O'Cannabis Conference and Expo returns to Toronto June 1st through the 3rd, and there are still good booth locations available. This exciting event is free for cannabis retailers and will feature Tommy Chung receiving a Lifetime Achievement Award at the O'Cannabis Industry Awards. For more information about exhibiting or to register to attend, go to ocannabis.com. That's O-C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z.com. Ultimately, um, their first year with growing hemp and then progressing to the second year, the first year you, th- you did mostly bulk commodities, right? Bulk isolates. Yes. Extracts, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we grew the hemp. We, we partnered with um, people who would then turn it into isolate for us. And then we sold the isolate and it was great. I met a lot of people. I learned a whole lot about the business. Um, but you know, the price of, uh, a lot of people did what we did. Okay. A lot of people went farming and there's a lot of isolate. There's a lot of biomass in the marketplace, which I think for manufacturers, it ends up being good because they can get what they need at a lower cost. Um, but growing it and it, it, it became a, a difficult process, but one that I learned a lot. And, I, you know, the future, I would grow again in the future because, I mean, look, we all know that, that sooner or later, Coca-Cola is going to have CBD Coke and you're going to get Crest toothpaste with CBD in it. And all those big companies are going to need isolate. They're going to need biomass. So that's still a good business, but it was a, a, a tough year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So when you're when you're talking about switching up the product, right, you went from bulk extracts like an isolate to now a hemp smoke. And ultimately, yeah. there's a huge a huge difference there. The quality of the flower needs to be better. You need Absolutely. to have a really good nose on it, right? Because overall, it's that smell and those flavor nodes that's going to increase the experience of the uh, the end user, right? It's going to oh, absolutely smell good, taste good. I mean, if you've smoked enough of anything, everybody's had a really bad experience at some point where you know it it tastes like trash. Um, was there a big difference in the in just the harvest and the grow process that you had with going from the isolates and the bulks to the actual, you know, higher quality flower? Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, we're not using the hemp we grew for our smokes. 
We're using a, another farmer that we know that grows organic smoke and he's been growing his hemp to be smoked for a long time. So he's really, he knows that process and really manicures it. And he's just a great farmer and grows organically. So we knew that our, our stuff wasn't the right stuff for that. We tested it. Mm -hmm. we, we realized right away that that wasn't the way to go. So we uh, went with this guy and he, uh, he grows some incredible stuff right here in Oxnard, California, by the way. Excellent. Well, that's a great call. I know for a fact that I wouldn't trust myself growing a high quality hemp flower. I could grow something for an isolate for sure, but I would definitely go to the professionals that are growing, you know, and, and that have been growing for years and years and have their processes all set up and then have, you know, the high quality genetics they're starting from to grow that flower. So diving into the specific products, I see you've got some packaging around you. Do you have any products near you you could show us and talk about any of the specific oh, absolutely. smokes absolutely you know um we our products i'll hold up a box here it's just a small box this is uh it holds 10 smokes in a pack you know we've got them in natural mint lemon and strawberry some people like the flavoring some retailers are a little hesitant because they had issues with flavoring on vape and other products but we wanted to make it available for the retailers whether they wanted it if they wanted the flavors we've got it for them if they just want the natural with no flavor we've got that um it, it, the flavoring was an interesting process uh, i was exactly it's exactly what i was going to ask you about is what, what that process looks like we we tried a bunch of different um oil based flavors. Then we tried water-based flavors. Neither of those, the oil um, made the cigarettes look terrible. There were, there were oil drops on the smokes and they didn't look good and the flavor wasn't that great. The water-based, though, it didn't have the uh, problem with the look on the smokes. It didn't have enough flavor. So we're working with this incredible packer uh, up in the Bay Area. Uh, they do a lot of packing of, um, of marijuana cigarettes. This is their first non-marijuana hemp product, but they came up with, they found a vendor who puts the flavoring in the filter. Oh, interesting. So the flavor is okay. only in the filter. So now we don't have to put any flavor. So the smoke even tastes even better because your every smoke is that natural smoke. You're either dragging it through, through a blank filter, which is on the naturals or a, a lightly strawberry or lightly mint or lightly lemon flavor. Um, and it tastes fantastic. And people just flipped out for it. So once we got that, and that was about a, oh, probably a four or five month process trying different ways to get the flavor in. Um, but it worked. It worked. And, that, and it really, people really love it. That's very interesting. So I was, uh, when you were talking flavors, I was just thinking about, uh, so some of the things I'm familiar with would be like uh, some sort of terpene infusion, some sort mm -hmm. of like terpene spray. Yeah, you can even use, you can even use like a, like some sort of an alcohol to then allow the alcohol to dry off yep. on the flower. Do you know um, when it comes to like the entourage effect where you have cannabinoids that combine with terpenes to create that feeling, you know, whether for something like cannabis with THC, you can get a couch lock, you can get, you know, a super uh, energetic feeling. You can get all the above. You can get creative, uh, quiet. Do you know if, the flavoring that is in your uh, hemp smokes, do you know if that's adding to the feeling or the effect that uh, any of the customers would be getting? I don't believe it is now. I believe it might have in our original when we were using, as you mentioned, terpenes, oil-based terpenes, that did have a little bit of an effect. And it was funny when, uh, 
when I put it up on websites and stuff, people wanted to know, okay, what's in your flavoring? Because that has, you know, that's a product that people are inhaling into their lungs. So people needed to know that. Now, once it's in the filter and it's just a flavor, flavored filter, uh, it made the process a lot easier. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, especially with what happened with vaporizers, with vitamin E acetate and, exactly. and that, you know, hysteria in 2018, people are definitely weary. Uh, so we've only got a few seconds here before we've got to wrap things up and, and move on to the next one. I got one last question for you, just a real short one, you know, working in the music industry for a long time, I'm assuming that you were introduced to marijuana at a, at an earlier, at an earlier age than just, uh, you know, than just moving into the CBD industry recently. So what was your experience with marijuana prior to growing hemp? Oh, well, I, I am a regular smoker of marijuana. I have been for a long time. This is a funny story. Um, my father was in the music business many years ago. And as a kid, he took me to the Grateful Dead. We, I went to a Grateful Dead concert. And I remember people were smoking this stuff. And I had this weird feeling, you know. And, and then a couple of years later, I started smoking myself. And I realized my first high was at the Grateful Dead show. Just everybody was smoking around. That's me and I probably just, most uh, people's first high. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, before I go, I just want to let anybody know if you want to reach out, you want a pack of smokes, anybody on the call, connect with me. I'll send you out a sample. Um, I'd love to talk and connect with everybody here. Excellent. Excellent. So if you're interested in connecting with Steve and Farm Fresh Smokes, please add them to your network on Cantrade. You can also place orders and ask questions directly from the Farm Fresh Smokes store, post in the webinar chat, also in the Cantrade feed and in the podcast and YouTube show notes. Once again, thank you for joining us, Steve. Thanks. Appreciate it. Excellent. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. I'm Larry Mishkin, and I'd like to invite you to join Rob Hunt and me on our weekly podcast, The Deadhead Cannabis Show. Each week, we explore the latest cannabis and jam band news and reminisce with other deadheads and jam band lovers about the great musical acts that we've seen and heard. Check out a new episode every Monday.